and ladies welcome back to another episode of the girl who said that podcast where pop culture meets real life and everything in between we're your hosts i'm peaches i'm bunny and i'm buffy and we want to welcome back our real life sister cousin t she was on here last week and we loved her so much we invited her back hey t (laughs) (laughs) hey guys hey t how y'all feeling pretty good pretty good all right, so let's That's go it? ahead. And... Yeah, I mean, I, I will. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse pretty good, me. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm feeling great right now. You know what I'm saying? I did some exercise this morning. I'm feeling pumped. Oh, Feels good. Same. Good walk this morning, so that was a great feeling. So let's go ahead and hop into what's given, what's not giving this week. Um, T, go ahead. You're our guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. <laughs> so my. <laughs> Mine is what's not given. And guys, yesterday I went and got my second dose of the um, COVID vaccine and I was fine all day until I went to go lay down and I started like getting these cold sweats. Um, And I just went to bed. I said a prayer and I went to bed. And this morning I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay, but I'm taking Tylenol every four hours. So that's what a lot of people have said though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm praying that this will transition will, you know, you'll be fine. And in 24 hours, you will feel back yes. to your normal self. Yes, yeah. because my kids don't care if I'm sick or not. <laughs> they, they give zeros. They, they, they don't care. They, they, nobody cares. Yeah, Never. Nothing. I, I definitely hope you feel better. I didn't have my Thanks, reaction girl. wasn't the same. I was sleepy, but that was about it. But that that sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, I was waiting. Thanks for joining us this my, morning. My reaction wasn't at all. I was waiting and waiting and waiting um, for something. And so, yeah, it really is a Russian roulette. Some people are Mm -hmm. fine. Some people don't get any type of um, side effects. And then some people feel flu-like symptoms. So, yeah. But thankfully, nobody has, well, that I've come in contact with has have felt um, like lingering side effects. Yeah. Everybody has said like 24 to 48 hours and then they were like back to their complaint. They're completely normal. Yeah, normal self, self. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's All what right, I'm hoping um, for you. Yeah. Thanks, booze. <laughs> <laughs> Bunny, you want to go next? Um, yeah. So what is not giving for me is this Portia Williams story. Okay. Portia, Portia, Portia. The crazy part about it is like we 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 talked about, you know, um, uh Atlanta Housewives you know in the previous episode I think I can't remember which one it was but um I just you know she's one of my faves and I just mm-hmm. this thing just I'm just so <laughs> you have turned into a whole like CSI Did, agent um, over this thing like, seriously, <laughs> like when I tell y'all she's pulling receipts and left and right well, I, need, I needed she, to she, make she's it been make waiting sense for this moment. she w- Dog, she actually googled like the rules in Georgia of the separation and divorce. Because I, I, I needed like to know. Training her whole life for this moment. <laughs> I needed to know. Like I legit needed to know. Like cause it wasn't making any sense. We just watched the show. I'm like, the girl was clearly chasing Toya around the house in in October. I'm like, it's May. Like what is what is it happening? Doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. I just it, I it isn't making any sense. And just, I don't, it's, it's so weird. It is it's weird. But weird. guess we what, y'all? Another like episode 
talking about that just one one situation because yeah. like it's just so weird it's all of the events and then it's kind of odd too how vested people are in it like i get it like housewives that's like a big show but yeah. people are like really they are invested in trying to figure out like, like what is going on? They right. trying to What's be the real tea? But guess what, y'all? I'm gonna be watching. It don't matter what. Come on, everything <laughs> pushed on. I'm gonna be like, let me see. Is she That's lying? Is she wearing we the ring? Yeah, and that, and you know, people are saying they think she's pregnant. And so I'm like, oh lord, if that nah. happens, listen. I don't whew, think so. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I would just add to even more of the like oh. weirdness. I'm like, you go from the season from okay, then I, I'm not gonna say nothing else about that. <laughs> you go from um being on the season and saying that Dennis is buying you Birkin bags every day, yeah. you know, sending you different color bags every day. Yeah. And to like now you're engaged and then Dennis is chopping it up with um yes. <laughs> with the new dude, Simon. It's just like, yeah, what is going on? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely weird, but I mean, I guess it's giving and not giving. That that would be a, a mix because I'm here for it because I want to see how it's gonna all play out. But it just blew me like I was not yeah. expecting that yesterday morning. Like what the? What? I'm telling you, those memes had me dying. Oh, that yeah. one and the dude yes. right in the elevator talking about this Bravo team. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with the escalator. Yes, yes. that was the fun. That one and uh, the joint video of Nene talking about can I come home? <laughs> 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 that joint yeah. was hilarious. So I'm here for all the memes. That was yeah. great. Um, Peaches. Yeah. Um. My oh my what's giving this? It's my anniversary. I know her face was like, um oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's my anniversary, and that's like a national holiday in here it in the home. Yes. So I'm excited to celebrate tonight and just uh, um this weekend will be I'm going away for a little vacation and I'm just, you know, I'm always excited for our anniversary. So many um, marriages are falling to pieces yeah, and um, Man, I'm just thankful. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, we're still hanging in there. Not just hanging in there, but thriving. Thriving, yeah. yes. Thriving. You guys, y'all were you never guys are in there, in not hanging. Yeah. Y'all were never hanging in there. Yes, yeah. exactly. Y'all always so. been a thriving couple. Thanks, thriving guys. Couple. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so eleven years. Yeah. Eleven, 11 yes. years. Eleven yes. years. I remember that wedding like it was. Me too. Me too. <laughs> you know, I we was, said we're going was, to Florida, so we said we won't go back past the house that we got married at. Oh, oh that'd be super nice. Yes. Be awesome. I re- I remember crying when you were walking down the aisle and using Luke's um bib to dry my tears. <laughs> <laughs> He's eleven now, so <laughs> listen. Right, I, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like when you said it, I'm like, oh yeah, my kid. Because you yeah. just had Ryan. I just had little yeah. Ryan. Yeah, yeah, he was mm-hmm. at home in the same onesie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting, right? You got back home and he was in the same thing. In the he same outfit. I'm like, I've been gone for like three days. Slam. He was like, well, he fed, and I changed his diaper. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Buzz? What's forgiven or not? Oh yeah, I'm um. Um, what is giving this week is that, oh, child, this I have to save for another time, the story, but um, I got another job offer at my dream job that I've want, been wanting to work at the past three years, Yay. so I'm super, super, uber excited about that, yes. and I cannot wait, um, 
to just fully just move into this new role. Yeah. Um, I'll be working for my church, a Zion church here in the DMV area and working in the children's ministry. I've been a part of ministry for like 14 years. So this is just like, I never knew it would be like a real job. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was volunteering for so long, but like to be able to actually work in your passion and get paid for it. I mean, yes, that's, a, that's a and, blessing. And that's we, we will have true. to definitely have a whole because like your the the story behind it and the testimony that comes with it is like oh yeah, amazing. I'm, I'm super yeah. proud of you for sticking it out. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that's you. What's given? What's given? Congrats again. all right guys so how was your mother's day before we hop like go deep into this episode how was your mother's day uh it was mine was pretty good I, um so you know y'all know ryan works night so i had to i did i, I he's always worked not he could always work on Mother's Day. So I've had Mother's Days when he's been at work. This one's was just a little bit different because normally he would be at work during the day. This time he was asleep. Um, so like some things, like I had to make my own breakfast, but that was fine. And But I prepared all my stuff in the morning. So at noon, all the way until midnight, I was off duty. Like <laughs> food's downstairs, everything is there. But I got, you know, I got nice gifts, got cards, got my crabs because that's what I wanted. You know, time to myself, my uh, Pepsi Zero. And I just, I relaxed and enjoyed. It was a very um, relaxing day. Very relaxing. It, it sounds like it. We need to, um, we should have, we should have, uh, compare these notes it's kind of like uh, what remember last week we talked about what we wanted so what we right. got versus what we asked for yeah, that <laughs> we need true. to see if that really happened for everybody well i think i i did I, I asked for a day with nobody asked me for nothing i got my crabs i didn't have brunch but that's fine but i had all i could have if i wanted to make myself the stuff i could have i didn't feel like it i didn't you know, have just a drink. basic yeah i had i had the stuff for the mimosas okay. i had my drink i had all i had all of that <laughs> Um, mass was great. I got to do all the things I wanted to do too. I mean, I did work first, but that was fine. It was easy, simple and got through the day. And then I was able to just watch TV. That was the biggest thing. I wanted to watch, um, catch up on all my shows. Cause I was like two weeks behind on everything. So I just wanted to watch TV. I already had my crabs. I had shrimp and I had bacon wrapped scallops Bomb. and I had a couple of drinks and it was a great day. <laughs> the drinks for me she just keeps saying the drinks <laughs> it was a great day because it was a great chill relaxing day and i just stayed out on the couch and just chilled and that was that was good it was stress-free um i ain't have to yell at nobody that was great yeah. mm. that's mm. what it's all about <laughs> yeah what about you t how was your mother's day i spent my mother's day with my mom she came down from um Carrie, I live in North Carolina, so she lives about an hour and a half away. And she came down and we just chilled, watched TV. I wasn't really feeling that well this weekend either for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what that was all about. But my mom, she took care of me. But then at the same time, my mother's day was her mother's day and I'm mm-hmm. her daughter. So yeah. I, so we had I had to pull myself together to get her stuff that she wanted for mother's day um but it was overall a very um chill mother's day i think this is one of the chill chillest ones i've ever had actually Mm -hmm. so that was cool yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> my mother's day was um pretty good too i was able to rest and relax and um i got breakfast like i hoped and i got some skates y'all know i love skating yeah so I got some, some skates and um yeah some airpods which i've been needing uh, yeah was, but it, that's the my, cutest case uh, thank you yeah and my uh, mother-in-law came over later on that evening um and demont made dinner some crab nice. cakes and uh, mm. shrimp and mashed potatoes. It was just good. It was a mm. good day, a nice mm. chill day. And I didn't feel like I had to do anything. Like I literally were like, I looked at my steps, like I took for that day. And I want to say it was like 28, like <laughs> 28 <laughs> steps for the whole day. <laughs> like if, if that's yes. not a great mother's day, I don't know yes. what it is. Yeah. My yeah. steps be like up there, 6,000, 7,000, 8,000 steps yeah. a day. So for it to say like 28, that's major. <laughs> Yeah, yeah mine was 400 that day. Oh, wow. Oh, I think I was on twos. <laughs> I was going to tell everybody this is my first Mother's Day um, single. Mm-hmm. And Mother's Day is different when you're single because you don't have that um, that guy at home that's like ready to pamper you or yeah. whatever his version of it to, you know, show you appreciation, which really mm-hmm. is the catalyst for the kids to do it, too. Yeah, so, right. So I had to, I really had to adjust my expectations for Mother's Day this year so that I wouldn't be feeling disappointed. And I wasn't, I was just happy with whatever happened. Mm, and that's good. Yeah. And yeah. So that way I enjoyed myself and not feel like. That's really powerful because I know some baby moms who've never been married, but still single and expect a lot from their baby, their children's fathers mm-hmm. on Mother's Day. Like they expect a lot. They not like with this, whatever happens, happens. It's just really like, it's Mother's Day. You supposed to, you know. Yeah. So that's, I, that's really. I'm, I, I go off of the expectation leads to disappointment type thing. So mm-hmm. whenever you, whenever you build up something in your mind and you're like, this is what I want, but you don't ever tell somebody, how do you expect them to? I agree. Yeah, that. that's mm-hmm. agreed. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Well, all right. It's I'm glad you guys had a great Mother's Day. Let me start this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hop in. Yeah. <laughs> that that leads us into our next conversation, though, just about motherhood. The episode title, this episode's title is "There's No Hood Like Motherhood," and I'm sure we all can agree to that. Um, on Mother's Day, on social media, Twitter, to be exact, um, it was like tweets going up. It was, well, it was like a trending tweet actually that was shouting out all of like the iconic TV moms. And of course, the mother of all mothers, uh, Claire Huxtable's name was yes. brought up. Period. Yes. She's the mothers of all mothers on TV. Huh? I said she is. Yeah, she's like the GOAT. Yeah, for, she is. Especially for Black uh, families. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, would say, I would go as far to say for some white families too, but shortly yeah. um, <laughs> after, after that tweet, I mean, you know, that, that started trending. Um, a white user tweeted, Claire Huxtable was an enabler of the longest and most prolific drug rape predator in U.S. history, Bill Cosby. Everyone on set knew he was a sadistic predator. Everyone. 75 women drugged and raped by Cosby, and he got away with it because of enablers. And y'all know Black Twitter wasn't playing that. Oh, first of all. Nobody oh. say nothing bad about no Claire Huxtable. First of all. But let me say, I'm going out share my thoughts first. 
I am, I don't understand. First, two things. I don't understand how she is saying in her tweet, Claire Huxtable was an enabler. Sis, Claire Huxtable ain't real. Yep, she's a whole character. Nah. <laughs> a whole character. Like, let's let's start there. Why are you referring to it as Claire was? That's People don't get that. Like she was a TV mom. Yeah. If, if, if you really felt like that, how about you actually say Felicia Rashad? Right. Was exactly. But the second thing is, how is she accountable for anything that he has mm. done? Like, why is it that black women get like, how is that put on her? Yeah. Out of yes. all of the 75 women that he has drugged, it's somehow Claire Huxtable, who ain't a real person. <laughs> right. It's her fault that this has happened. I am not disagreeing that there are enablers for people who have toxic, who do toxic things, toxic Absolutely. Things, yeah. um, crimes, like that's clearly a crime what he did, but how about we hold him accountable for that? Yeah, like, and him and only him, because yeah. you don't know if she did say something or did speak up and was shushed away. You yeah. don't know that, so you are making an assumption that she did nothing and enable him. You don't know yeah. that, and yeah, you don't I know just, what she really knew. What did she know? Yeah, and you're also assuming that that clip that uh, Felicia Rashad and Bill Cosby had some type of relationship or rapport that we really don't know yeah. off offset. We don't yeah. know how they acted. Yeah. Right. She could have left right after the set and been like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, like she was showing yeah, up to her life. job." Right. Yeah, she she or, she or how about she could have honestly not had any knowledge of it? Yeah, like mm-hmm. knowledge. Like you think about stuff we do in our personal lives and work life. Like we see them as a family, and we automatically assume right. like they like that in real life. Like I go to work every day. That don't mean that, that I, I know, know what these people are doing and about me. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if something was the people that I do work with or have worked with in my lifetime, when I hear certain things about them, or if it was something like this serious, it's not one person in my life that I could be like, you know what? I knew that. It's like, no, I, I didn't. I work with you. Yeah. But I, you know, sometimes with actors, they feel like they have a closer relationship. Yeah. I mean, but we've heard time and time again, the people working together and they say when the, when they say cut, That's they what they do. They, cut. Yeah. Yeah. they go home. And Felicia Rashad was raising a family. Like she had a kid, she had yeah. a husband. Like she wasn't checking for um this was Cliff, busy. Cliff or Bill. <laughs> 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 I think for me, I really do think it's the fact that she actually said Claire Huxtable. That that's the yes, part that's just girl. like that's not a real person. That is a we don't even know how Felicia Rashad is as a mother. Like, yeah. is she was she was, how about was that? she we don't know right. how she was is as a she mother. really like Claire in real she, life. She may not have been, she could have been a trash has, mother. Right. We we don't know no. nothing. Like this was her job. She was showing up to work every single day for a period of time. And on top of that, based on from what I remember from the story, you know, from the case or whatever have you, who's to say that whatever he was doing was during that time that he was pretending that he was at work. Yeah, I mean, it did stretch out decades. Stand out, stand up comedian. Right, but what I'm saying is, is that I don't, I can't remember how long Cosby was on the air, but I'm saying like he could have been twelve years. Oh, 12 years. Okay, well, maybe. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm not taking it. I I ain't taking nothing away from him. Exactly. He's who I'm holding accountable for everything. Like, you cannot, none of us cannot even start to, like, blame Claire, Claire, Claire Huxtable. Right. Not Rashad either. That, exactly. Like, because would you have assumed that Heathcliff Huxtable would have been who he was in real life? Exactly. You probably wouldn't have. Like, they made it seem like Claire was mixing the drinks and serving them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm and like, all oh, Claire was doing was telling us 
to have big fun in Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. They <laughs> try to take away, take away. Uh, to us. I'm oh, like, you know. not on Mother's Day. You ain't no. about to do this to our mm. our uh, family, black mother icon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know yeah. they 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 she probably I hope I'm wondering. I gotta go back and figure yeah, out I'm who it was. Because I'm, I'm like, I'm is going her going page back to back her page is probably <laughs> blocked by it, now because I'm got sure they it got deleted later, of course. Yeah. You know that you know that's what they do. They they would drag you for filth. They rip you to shreds, and when yep. they rip you to shreds, you, there's no coming back. There and is literally no coming back. <laughs> Period. There's no way you're coming back from that. Yeah, I just we I just had to talk about that because that was yeah. wild to yeah. me. But I missed that. I didn't even know that that yeah, even happened. That is crazy because I wasn't on my phone Mother's Day because I was watching TV. Yeah, Black Twitter <laughs> said, "What you won't do is <laughs> I need to get I need to watch it." I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can find the thread, but yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, just overall, just coming off the heels of Mother's Day weekend, I thought that it would be great for us to talk about like motherhood because yeah. we are all mothers, um, yeah. and we have been, you know, we're at different um stages of our parenting journey, uh, with T and I having adult children, newly adult children, and yeah. still raising younger, <laughs> younger kids as well, and then Bunny, now you kind of like in the preteen. Buffy, you and the team with your bonus sons, and then you got and you having a, a newly adult son too. Well, bonus son, not well, you know what I mean. But bonus son, <laughs> and Mason, who is you know he's like adolescent, like legit adolescent. Yeah. So uh, we're all in different um, stages of our parenting journey. But um, I wanted to know from you guys what is one of the biggest misconceptions that you believe people have about raising children. Mm. I, I think the biggest misconception is people think that girls are easier than boys. Mm. That whole mm. that whole thing where they're like, oh, boys are easy. You can just, you know, you know how you mean boys are, are boys easier, are easier than, than girls. Easier than, are easier than girls. Is that what yeah. you meant? Because that's what is I that what it is. Yeah. I, I, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> at the end of the day, when people say that one one gender it's is easier, easier than, than the other. Yeah, because I've heard people, T, I've heard people say what you said. And I'm wondering, yeah. I'm curious to know, Bunny, if y'all feel like that because maybe you've heard it because y'all have boys. Like uh, I always heard boys. boys. I've never heard girls. I don't think I've heard anybody say that um boy what'd you say? Hold up, I'm confused now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that people do say that too. I've heard both. I've actually heard both. I've heard both. Yeah. I, I feel like they, they say in certain stages at the younger stage, girls are easier because they like to just chill and you know, they don't want to, they're not big into doing a whole bunch of running around. And I don't think that that's true. Like I know some, they're not, yeah, they, yeah, they girls they probably like, don't think they're active. Yeah. And they defend like boys are like super active at a young adolescent age. And then the teenage years, they're like, oh, girls, um, I mean, boys are easier than girls because boys don't really show too much emotion and don't be tripping. I don't know if they... I don't know what boys. I don't know what children. I don't know what boys there. (laughs) My boys are very. My boy. (laughs) My boys. Oh yeah, you just like all three stages. What about you? What about you, Buff? What do you think the Um, What do you think the biggest misconception is? Okay, I mean that one probably is one that boys were easier. Um. I would say the biggest misconception for that about mm, 
I mean that it would. I'm not going to say that somebody said it would be fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's not always fun, (laughs) but um, I think it just. I mean that that it was going to be a breeze. I think it was just like one thing was just like you know parenting is super easy. It'll be a breeze, and then I would say I think my biggest misconception coming into a marriage with someone who already had kids was that you're not gonna have to do much all you're gonna have to do is worry about your kid and that's a lie (laughs) who told you that right (laughs) because who was giving you all of this advice where are you getting this this advice from (laughs) (laughs) no not none of y'all said that but it was just like you know they got their mom you know, is you know, you could just worry about your son. You don't really have to do too much wow. for them. Like, you know, you can be supportive, and then that's just it. And it's just like, nope, it don't work that way. Yeah, yeah. definitely did. Definitely does not. Buck yeah. <laughs> waking up every morning. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm singing the girl off a real, a real a New Jersey. Wake up in the morning, not on my mind. <laughs> I love that meme. <laughs> oh my god! That's how I'm waking up. <laughs> no, oh, oh my gosh. gosh! Oh my goodness! Um, right, buddy, I think go I'm ahead. going to piggyback off a little bit of what T said. Of um, what she meant to say was is that boys are easier <laughs> than girls. Um, and I think for me, I actually thought that, and I, I the only reason I thought that because I was like, we. We're, I mean, we all grew up together. So it was us, right? So it's like the, you know, the hormonal phases. Like, I just felt like oh, a girl would be, you know, I didn't want another me. Like, I was like, let me get a boy and maybe that'll be different. Nope, it's all the same. Boys are moody. <laughs> boys have attitudes. Boys get, you know, they, they're fun. You know, like, it, like when I've, I've had both. So somebody said something about boys kind of being all over the place. I have one kid who is not active. And I have, <laughs> and I have another one who's very active. So it, you know, it just fluctuates. You just, it's a, you learn every other day. Like I, I just, it's a, it's a daily thing. But I, I think that was the biggest thing that I thought that boys would be easy. They wouldn't have attitudes when they got to, you know, what? these teen and preteen years. And I'm now I'm like, mm. Get to- <laughs> money which one of your kids because you 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 may mention that you didn't want another you so do you have another you oh i do i do okay. i do, oh, okay. I do. Okay. little ryan is me okay yeah. little ryan is me like i every day i'd be like well and cj has some moments cj is very more he's he's very reserved right so he's probably thinking all this stuff ryan say everything he want to say like oh, whatever he think it part. just come out his mouth so it's that part and i you know i kind of remember that stage of my life when mommy was like you know what you're rude everything <laughs> <laughs> that was a stage yeah don't do that <laughs> <laughs> whatever who what, what, what misconceptions did y'all have oh God, wow man. y'all see how that turns right, right. <laughs> I see, yeah i think the biggest misconception i hear with uh, parents or i think the parents think is um that, that you have to control children and I don't, that's not mm. something that I believe. I think a lot of us, like we do play a huge role in the things that, you know, maybe, you know, their decision-making and make sure that we guide them or whatever. But I think a lot of parents think that they have to control children in order to get that outcome that they want. 
and um that's why a lot of them become disappointment disappointed yeah um, as the years go on and so i think that if we could um if parents could rid themselves of that mindset that um things would go a lot more smoothly i mean yeah. you can only control yeah. somebody for for um, a certain amount of time before they you know break free of that and then at the end of the day it's kind of like do you want to why do you want to control somebody else like I would hate for my kids to grow up and you know I've controlled them all these yeah. years and then mm-hmm. they grow up and they like now what do I do she's not controlling me right. anymore yeah, I gotta yeah. find somebody else who now right. who, who can I find to control exactly. me exactly yeah. yeah. exactly I don't, be, I don't ever want to be that person but I think it's something that's ingrained in us that we think that um we has just to be. have to control every aspect yeah. of it and I, that's not to say don't. that you don't you shouldn't you know, help them along the way. And you, there, there will come time. Many times you have to make these decisions, decisions, yeah. decisions because you are wiser. You've had more life experiences, mm-hmm. but I think you, you know, it, it'll be helpful. It's helpful to us all. If we take into account the child that we were given and yeah. what exactly they need instead of what it is that we need to feel comfortable. Yeah. With kind of go from there i think the key word though is control right yeah. like that is no one wants to be controlled whether you're a child or an adult like mm-hmm. and i think that type of or having the thought process that you have that type of that you're you know that type of power over, mm-hmm. over another another person because ultimately we're only children for a period of time and then we grow yeah. up to be adults so um yeah that yeah. I've, I've actually that's the i've never heard it you know I've never heard anybody say it like that but it, it also could be you know that has a lot to do with how people um just kind of view it you know themselves yeah. or whatever have you so and they probably I, don't, a lot of people probably not, I'm sorry T um, a lot of people probably don't view it as control right you know, yeah that's, that's I, I get it I got mm-hmm. I got three kids I get right. <laughs> I get what it's like to love somebody so much that mm-hmm. you you know nothing but the best for them I get yeah. all of that but I just think it's it, it it's Mo- lots of moments where you have to step outside of yourself and say what's the best for this situation and how can it you know whatever it is that i'm trying to teach them help them in the long run you right. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah absolutely safety, your decision this is what you're going to do you know I, I just i just don't think that works yeah go ahead I, I was going to say that um sometimes uh, well also that i had to explain this concept to my mom step by step because she was just like I don't understand this what do you mean you don't control them you're their mother Mm -hmm. and I was just like I had to like explain to her step by step why Mm -hmm. not controlling is better than like controlling them Mm -hmm. and she was just like I guess that makes sense (laughs) but you know how old my you know how the the, um generation before us is they want to control they want control Oh, they think our generation crazy. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Like, you know, parenting style you is to, like right, right. Yeah. give a suggestion. What you right. Mm-hmm. I know when um my mom even said she was like, you know, you didn't like when Mason had said something like something. You know, kids be saying the smart stuff out their mouth, and she said I didn't react fast enough, and I was like, well, first of all, if I had reacted he would have been picked up from that floor <laughs> and thrown on that couch <laughs> in right. like a matter of point, 2.5 seconds. And I said, so I had to collect myself. So I didn't react the way because I don't want to hurt him. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it would have been helpful because all he would have been focusing was on how I hurt him versus mm-hmm. what, he what he did wrong. wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. his punishment was far worse than me throwing him on that couch. His father made him write a hundred times. Yeah. He, he talked about that this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't so, believe that. Yeah. So that mattered more than me doing that and she was like ah 
Yeah. Well, that's because yeah. it's, it's all <laughs> self-control. Yeah. Self-control. But, and I think that makes me think about like the different types of parenting styles, right? So um, different parenting styles, they come like how we all raise our children differently. So um, there has been some research that's grouped parenting styles together. So I'll quickly go through them. So there's the authoritarian parent. Um, authoritarian parents are often thought of as disciplinaries. They use strict discipline styles with a little negotiation um, possible punishment is um, common. A permissive parent is uh, a permissive or indulgent parent mostly let their children do what they want or and offer limited guidance or direction. They are more likely friends than parents. Um, the uninvolved parent it gives their children a lot of freedom. And they generally stay out their way. Um, some parents make a conscious decision to parent in this way, while others are less interested in parenting or unsure of what to do. And then there's the authoritative parent um, who is reasonable and nurturing and set high, clear expert expectations. Children with parents who demonstrate this style tend to be self-disciplined and think for themselves. Um, so which style of parenting do y'all think you most identify with um, on your motherhood journey? journey like where and it, it could be so for me I'll go ahead and answer I feel like it's been a mix um depending on which kid and what stage they were in yeah. um I think I'm probably a mix between my husband say I'm soft um <laughs> He uh, do. I don't know. He say I don't. I, he say, I, I think I think sometimes depending on what it is, because once I think about it, like in the moment, sometimes I'd be like, you know, this is. But then I'd be like, oh, you're still my baby. You are your mother. Uh, look, that that be it. So it's a mix to me. I feel like I'm a mix between like authoritative, uh, permissive, and authoritarian like those three yeah. together like I that feel like depending on where it is I fall but I think mostly now in this season of my life I'm at an authoritative parenting style because like I've, I've done my own growth you know for myself and so I feel like that my kids are older like I don't you know I need them I, they are closer to being adults than they are children and so I'm at this point in my my parenting journey I am preparing you know, two men to go out into this world to be able to be responsible, take care of themselves and be able to think for themselves and, you know, have a way about them that, you know, like, like that they're able to do it on their own. Like, even when you're saying like about controlling that, not, I don't want to control you. I need you to be, you know, a, a productive citizen of this world and, you know, be as whole as I can make you. So I feel like that, you know, that's where I am now. I think for me, I am definitely 100% authoritative. Mm -hmm. um, I I tend to be reasonable and nurturing. Like I'm, stuff, stuff has to make sense for me. But I also am very, very concerned about like the emotional well-being of my children. Mm -hmm. um, and I want my kid, I, I mean, they mentioned self being self-disciplined. We want our kids to be self-disciplined and think for themselves. Like that's yeah. something huge for me. Um, and I remember like when Sage's dad passed away, um, because she was so young, I remember feeling like that, that could have been me who, you know, who passed away. And it made me start thinking about like a red, like a, a light bulb just went off and it was just like, okay, well, what are some of the things that, um, like I want to teach her? Like if I was to die today or tomorrow, what, what can she handle right now that I can teach her as much as I can yeah. so that she can live without me? Because yeah. 
that's the fact yes. of the matter is yeah. that we're all going to, you know, die one day and mm-hmm. I pray that it's not early, but when he died and we were, you know, so still so young and she was so young, it was just like, I, she has to be able to think for herself because I'm not mm-hmm. going to always be here to tell her like what to do or, you know, how to do it. And, um, yeah, so I've really, I've, I, that, that experience allowed me to like really lean in yeah. to yeah. making sure that she was, um, she just knew everything she needed to know. And so yeah. I try to lead even with my other two kids that same way, just being reasonable and nurturing. And I feel, I really do feel like I keep in the front of my mind that my goal is to, to equip my children to live without me, whether yeah. it be tomorrow mm-hmm. Or, you know, and I pray it's not tomorrow or anytime soon. Or, you know, once I'm 90 years old and I passed away. Yeah. I so, think yeah. I um, identify with authoritative um, parenting as well. And this is, it really is like, um, I don't know if I'm super, I am nurturing. I'm not going to say that. You're very nurturing. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, but I do try to, even with talking to even um, all my boys, it's just like having them think through, like my son today has to go. Um, to training that's further from home so his normal way of getting home sometimes he'll like take a lift or he'll walk to his mom's house because it's very close to his job this job is like where he has to go today is further and I'm like I'm not going to tell you that I'm gonna pick you up I need you to ask me can you mm-hmm. come from work and so I ask him I said well how you want to get home I don't know what do you want to do to think about that like mm-hmm. and what do you what did what are the things that you need to say and he's just like I don't know and so I'm just gonna wait until he figures it out instead of saying it for him because I really need him to start like vision like thinking those things through yeah. like mm-hmm. I need to ride home so I need to make sure I do X, Y, and Z to make sure I, you know, get away yeah. from and stuff. So, yeah. And I think um, that those are things we can't like assume. The mm-hmm. kids just know. Like the yeah. fact that you have recognized, like, this is something I need. This is a skill I need to teach them. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we can't, we mm-hmm. can't, us as parents can't just assume the kids already know that. You need to know how you're going to get home. Like, this is something I need to teach you. Like, yeah. so maybe it is a conversation that needs to be had, you yeah. know, with like, you got to think from beginning to end, you got to go to work. So, how you get home? There. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And that stage, that type of thing um, is prevalent in all stages and ages of of parenting. Mm -hmm. Like when you remember when you're teaching your kid how to wipe their butt, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't realize as a parent when you're when that pregnancy test pops up positive that you're going to be sitting on the tub pretending to wipe your butt (laughs) you know what i mean trying to show them how to do it like you don't realize that you don't realize that um yeah and you're right uh, mm -hmm. you're right it's it's different ways of teaching because right now mason is really in this stage of learning how to tie his shoe properly Mm -hmm. and making his own breakfast and he he'll be like well you're right there why can't you make it because you can make it you i put it at a level where you can reach it you know how to get you know how to put it in a microwave and mm. you know how to feed just like you can't depend on me to fix everything mm. like if i take care of lunch you take care of your breakfast let's let's go and it also teaches them when we we we, we're really thinking about it like you're teaching them independence right Mm -hmm. and it's kind of to what you Mm -hmm. said um peaches you know um and you know you you have to be able to teach your kids to live without you, no matter what the situation yes. may be. Right. Mm-hmm. And at any given time, you know, we don't, we don't know. We legit don't know. Like I, it, it is something that I think that, that, um, I didn't have kids when, you know, Sage dad passed. So at that yeah. time, you know, it was a different kind of 
situation because she was yeah she was yeah she was mm-hmm. you know like it was just her and Kayla right <laughs> like it was just yeah. them two and then once you started going to it like even in you know my own motherhood journey like my oldest son and father and I are not together it was just me anything could happen you know what I mean but I need you to be able to take care of yourself I need you to be able to do some stuff and you're at a, a, a age appropriately right like you're not mm-hmm. at, at yeah. seven you don't need to be out here being you know cutting the grass right now yeah, yeah, we right. need you to be doing that yeah. but I need you to be able to do the things that that will help me to help you like that's yeah. that's literally what it is though but I think a, a little bit of the well okay because I was gonna say a little bit of the I, maybe I am a little permissive too because yesterday or it's been a couple times Mason will make his own dinner if we don't move fast enough and mm-hmm. but yesterday I looked up and he like had french toast and a corn dog and I'm like <laughs> I mean, but he ate. It's though, like, right? did I did I want to say, well, sir, those two don't go together? But then I was like, you know what? He's sitting there eating and he's happy. What? Yeah. You know, he did do his own without asking me. He just yeah. was like, I'm hungry. They're doing whatever they're doing. I'm just going to make me something to eat, and so that made me happy that he was, you know, full with thinking and like did his own thing. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, some things are beyond us. Right. So, yeah, that, that's above like, me. He, ate, <laughs> he was fine. Nobody died. Listen, because like, when we, you start talking about meals, and when they little, <laughs> and you got to make 27 meals to feed everybody. At this point, we always have peanut butter jelly. We mm-hmm. always have cereal. We always, you will always have something to eat. Whether you choose yeah. to eat, it's not my business. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I even got to that point. I'm like, my responsibility as a parent is to provide you with food to eat. Yeah. Whether you, after I put it on a plate and you eat it or not, or even before I put it on a plate, if you decide that's not what you want, that's really not my problem. Not my like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> I've done all that I can do. This is what we're offering for dinner tonight. If you don't want to do this, your choice. Right. right. I still will be fine. I will sleep just fine tonight. <laughs> Knowing that. that you made the choice that exactly. you don't want to eat. <laughs> the Did you say what type of um, parent style you were yet? Who? Um, me? Yeah. No, but I would have to agree with the authoritative parenting mm-hmm. is probably my main. Uh, but I have like you said, like you guys said, I have three kids. They're all in three different stages. I have an adult. I have an 11 year old who um, was just recently diagnosed with autism. And I have a six year old who thinks that she's grown already. So there's all types of different type of parenting happening over mm-hmm. here. If yeah, you will. Yeah. And I'm learning as I go. And what I realized was that I'm an authoritative parent, but I will apologize because yeah. I think um, that's another big thing that parents, um, I don't ever remember people apologizing <laughs> to me much when never. I was a kid. No, never. And I'm probably going to hear something about this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wasn't home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they apologize <laughs> no apologies because I didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. Oh. But apologies is big for me. Um, I uh, Just this weekend, I um, talked to my 18-year-old about how, um, unfortunately, she took front seat to a very toxic relationship between me and her dad for almost 20 years. And I didn't realize how much it, how bad it was until you step out of it and you look back and you see what everything that you've been through. And it wasn't like physical or anything like that. I don't Mm want to say, but when you're with somebody that you guys don't mesh well with, Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's hard on kids. Yeah. And 
you know, I had, I had to, I had to take the L and well, not really the L, but apologize to my, my daughter about that and tell her, you know, don't, don't, don't do what you saw, do, do something better than that. And she was just like, she just looked at me and she was just like, um, thank you, mom. I appreciate it. And I'm, you know, and I think that kids do appreciate it when you apologize to them. Yeah. And they deserve it. Like they they're human it. beings. And mm-hmm. the thing of it is like well, none of us are human. Uh, none I was gonna say none of us are human. None of us are above reproach. Like yeah. we, yeah. we all make mistakes and we are doing a disservice to our children if we try to make them them think that we're perfect and even I mean they have brains, they know that somebody yeah. is dead wrong and you still choose not to apologize. Yeah. They're just gonna think yeah. we're whack. Yeah, they're gonna be like, yeah. you're whack. Yeah. And that makes, that makes <laughs> people not feel valued too. When you mm-hmm. know that you owed an apology and somebody feel like they can just treat you any kind of way because they are um, you know, in charge of you or yeah. you're less than like you that makes that would make me even as an adult feel not valued. Yeah. So I'm oh, you, yeah. I apologize to my kids and I try to do it as soon as I realize the issue. Yep, yeah. me too. And the apology is not. I'm sorry if you think I know, baby. No, I'm it. sorry. I didn't yeah. know. I, I didn't it. know. Yep. I'm sorry, baby. I did yeah. not know. I will yeah. not and do ask, that again. Yep. And ask them, do I hope you accept my apology? Yep. Mm-hmm. Accept my apology because they're not obligated to accept. Yeah. 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 And I always and I will always try to end with that. Like, um, I hope you accept my apology. You don't have to, but I really do hope that you accept it because that wasn't my intention. Or yeah. I hated mm-hmm. I hate that I made you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think that we as parents um need to challenge you know each other and challenge ourselves to be able to do it because for some people it doesn't especially if you've never been apologized to maybe that's something that doesn't come as easy to you right other mm-hmm. it might be like vinegar in your mouth trying to say i'm sorry yeah. i'm so- mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> i didn't mean it like you really have to for some people you got to dig into a different place yeah but you gotta yeah. you gotta be okay with doing that and putting yourself in in your child's position too yeah, especially if you want them to apologize correctly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah be that, aware yeah. of how they want to be, you know, treated. I know that that's probably been the most difficult part of being a bonus mom is that I have two other moms who parent way differently than me, mm-hmm. and I have to sometimes apologize for it. Unfortunately, for them in the way that they respond or treat them, because I'm like, listen, you know that wasn't right like yeah and how they handled it and i want you to know that that's not normal and stuff like that and both of their moms have always recognized that their son and not their sons and i have a great different relationship but i think out of the three of us of the moms i'm the most nurturing one mm-hmm. and so they know they can get that from me they know they can have they have safety and and comfort in talking to me and then dealing with me and interacting with me which is um which is a good thing. And it's something I had to learn, something I had to figure out because originally going into it, I just wanted to be their friend. Like, like I ain't trying to be your mom. But then I realized that, okay, somebody got to be the mother here. So it's, yeah. might as well be me. <laughs> I'll just step up to the plate and be the mom here for everybody. Yeah. yeah. T, you said something earlier that made me think about, um, you know, as we talked about generations before and, you know, you described your mom and we all can describe how I, the generation, aunties, grandmothers, all of that, of um, just do what I said. Right. And mm-hmm. if, if you were bold enough to ask why I don't know, listen, I don't <laughs> think I could ask why Millie would have 
no, not at all. Um, you could always, <laughs> you could always guarantee the answer is going to be because I said so. Like, um, so do you, do y'all subscribe to the idea that children should be seen and not heard? Um, and just do as they're told with no questions asked. And, and, and to that, have you ever found yourself like saying that? And if you did, you know, what'd you do when your kid actually said, wow? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, at what point do we start feeling like, I mean, I know this goes back generations, this is like rhetorical. This goes back generations upon generations. But yeah. like, at what point is it wrong to ask, a, ask why you are supposed to, why are you doing something? Like, I would feel like yeah. that would help uh like in the future uh, with decisions that you will make and mm-hmm. like i get it, especially if you are in a, a time you you mm-hmm. in like some time mm-hmm. restricted mm-hmm. type situation yeah. where you just need them to do what you need them to do mm-hmm. right now yeah, yeah. I, I understand that like just do it right now like we'll talk about it later but i'm talking yeah. about like in regular situations when a kid can't even say like why what is the problem with asking questions i do i would yeah. i hate to hear when i'm like if i'm talking to my kids and i'll be asking them like a, a question it could be about their day or sp- especially like sage now that she's older mm-hmm. and say <laughs> something happened at work and i'd be like did you ask them why like well why they do that she's like i ain't even um i didn't even think i i wasn't worried about like girl you wouldn't even <laughs> ask them why yeah, yeah. like i i I hate to hear people not yeah. go deeper and get the answers that you are looking to figure for out what's going on. Yeah. Yes, there's nothing no, wrong with that. Absolutely. I, I don't. Clarity. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind my kids asking why depending <laughs> now when I have, I said, because I said so absolutely. When it comes to, can you clean the kitchen? Well, why I gotta be the one to clean the kitchen? Oh, see, that's different. No, that's, <laughs> like, that's a, that's a disrespectful why. I'm talking yeah. about when the, when you got kids who genuinely are asking, like, why do I gotta, you know, why do I gotta do this? What, what you talking about is of the slick. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. I do. I do have to say because I say it so sometimes, and it's in those places when I'm giving you a direction. Yeah. And, and it's not a conversation it's not a question yes like, yes and that's what versus a question uh-huh yeah i tell my kids all the time i'm, I'm like we, i did not ask you how you felt about you know about <laughs> yeah. certain things mm-hmm. like it was just i need you to do just do like, it this wasn't a discussion <laughs> yeah and i was going to say for me the whole subscribing to the because i said so thing I, I really don't and Luke got me out of that because he'd be the first one to ask me well why well why well why because um he needs that he he needs yes, that mm-hmm. in order to there are some um, kids that need to understand. yeah yeah it's like his um it's like his motivation to do what I told him to do mm-hmm. and if I look at it that way mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's disrespect it's just more information that needs to be known because but then at the same time if we're out in public and I tell you to get out the street don't ask me why me because why. that might be your last words silly. <laughs> <laughs> right like situations like that don't ask me why but yeah I think it is true Mason is a scheduler mm-hmm. so his questions if I say yeah. doing x y and z he wants to go deeper and deeper into mm-hmm. the like comp like okay so what are we going to do then and why are we going this so yeah. why do we have to go to this many stores but it took me a while to understand that's just the key he is he is mm-hmm. a planner so he is like i'm not a planner i'm an off the whim type person mm-hmm. this boy is going to schedule everything in his life down to the minute. <laughs> i know good it. job yeah. good job hey mason and i noticed with um like kids who just like adults with um who have like anxiety a lot of times that mm-hmm. helps them prepare for what's to what come. coming and yeah. like it might seem like annoying like well why 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 but it helps them to know like 
why we're doing this, where we're going, mm-hmm. just so they can prepare their mind and mm-hmm. really their body too to mm-hmm. go into whatever it is that they're about to do. That's yeah. just treat them like you want to be treated. Period. Yeah. yeah. Treat your children like they're human beings. Mm-hmm. The end. Yeah, but did you have a response to that? Before? Um. Yeah. So I I definitely don't subscribe to that, but I have found I I can distinctly remember um one time having a conversation with uh, CJ because he raised so big ryan said something to him and his voice may have been raised but it was because cj wasn't moving fast enough and so he he raised his voice back and we was like wait a minute hold on what's going you know he 13 and he got a little bit of bass so that it was loud or thin then most voices it was loud like that joint it was a it, it was like a solid pause like wait a minute what just happened and so i was like you don't know you don't do that and he legit was like why and so in the in the moment i was like because you don't you don't you don't raise your voice back at adults and he's like i don't understand and i'm like what the like i legit was like okay i've i seriously <laughs> have done something wrong if you don't understand and so i had to i had i had to pause because i caught myself being there about to say because i said so and i was like no let me let me explain this to him i'm like do you yell at nana well no do you yell at your father well, no. Do you yell at your teachers? Okay, so you know the right way. Why did you? Why do you feel like it's okay? Because that's what he was saying. Like, well, he raised his voice at me, and I, you know, so I raised my voice back. Oh, wait a minute. That's not how that works. Yeah. And so I had to like explain to him, or let him explain to me, because at that moment, now he was frustrated because he was like you could just tell like he mm-hmm. was like wait a minute what is going on I thought this was okay and mm-hmm. then it eventually once we talked it out eventually like he was frustrated about something else that had mm-hmm. nothing to do with mm-hmm. us um but when Big Ron asked him to do something that was the way he reacted mm-hmm. and he because he was trying to do something else while he was telling him and I was like okay but in that moment next time you need to say I, I heard what you said. I'm going to do it right after I finish completing this mm-hmm. assignment or whatever it was. And once we got through it, like he was fine and he understood why. But in that moment, like that, why I was like, hold up, bro. Like, did you hear what you just, <laughs> yeah. how we came across? But it was I an opportunity going- for us to sit down and talk to like, talk it out versus like, if that was Millie, bro, I would have been that what you, did, what you did, and when <laughs> you and I talked about this, and I've, you know, we've already talked offline about this. Yeah. But I think what you did is what a lot of parents don't want to take the time to do. It's easier yes. to say because I said so, mm-hmm. and then you yep. find yourself dealing with the same issue next week or right. next month, over and next over year. again. But because you yep. took the time to explain that to him and just give him a better understanding, even about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Yeah. I highly doubt that you will be dealing with that even even again or even as frequently as you probably would have have if right. you could have said because yeah. I said like I know he I ain't never raised say, his voice again. <laughs> I was, was gonna say day. I am I am my birthday buddy's lawyer. He just got that voice. He didn't know how it worked. <laughs> <laughs> just came out the box. Okay. He just got his yeah. grown man voice last night. And, and that's the thing. So like with Big Ron being his bonus dad, he's and CJ's the chillest kid you've ever met. He is like somebody who like he just he just he he 
follows the rules, right? So when it the joint kind of went left, we yeah. both was like, but he was going, and, and, and you were able to find out that he was going through his own thing. Yeah. Like you think yes. the kids don't have it bad was, days too? Went, yeah, they don't get went, mad or they, you know, they just because their problems, quote unquote, problems aren't our problems. Yeah, like we're not facing the yep. same things. We think that they can't have a, a time where they flop the handle because remember we just said we apologize. We right. have to apologize to our kids yeah. for times when we make mistakes. So do they? And like, in that moment, that, there. yeah, once he was able to express that in that moment, I was like, dang, how many times have I been frustrated or yes. trying to do something? And they say something to me and then I'm like, what, you know, what do you want? You know? And so even for myself, I had to be like, all right, now I need to, if I'm in the middle of doing something and you say something to me, I need to, ex- I, I'm going to intentionally be able to be like, cause little Ryan is famous for just, he see you in the room. He just going to start talking. He don't, it don't matter <laughs> yeah, what you're doing. You he just going to talk. And I'd be like, That's Luke. Little Ryan, I'm 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 literally on the phone. Like my, I I'm not even talking to you, but I have to pause and say, Ryan, I'm on the phone. I'll talk to you when I get off. And sometimes people like, okay, you know. But for the most part, it's like as a, a, a as opposed to me being like, boy, don't you see I'm on the phone? You yeah, know, no, and yeah, I used exactly. to be like, and you throw a shoe at him. Like our <laughs> parents probably would have done. Exactly. Uh-huh. Kept talking and threw a shoe at him. Or, anyway, or just, girl. Right. Stare at you for no reason. You'd be like, Am I supposed to be quiet now? Right, you'd be hoping they stay on the phone because right. you know, like, you just knew he was gonna get in trouble. Did he not on the phone? You hope but they stay on the long enough for them to forget. Right. Exactly. So Bunny, to your point when you just said that he had his own issues going on, I think that is why I've been a um, you know, with my oldest because he had like a lot going on growing up and in his childhood one of the biggest things I had to do was put him in therapy like when he turned a teenager because he was dealing like it was so hard to connect with him and I couldn't figure out like what it was and um being able to do that was just like was a whole nother level so I was Mm. so so grateful um for therapy at that time so I, I you know I think therapy for kids is great because it gives them another layer or another level of just breaking down all the feelings that they feel because they do feel so much. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't want to tell us everything because they may be afraid of how we may interpret it or react or maybe feel like it's not. They don't know how to express it. Sometimes they don't know how to express their frustration. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of that during COVID. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So once you became a mom, it's like instantly you become so engulfed with the responsibility of it all and catering to the needs of your child that you'll often hear mom say, I feel like I lost myself. Hmm. <laughs> Have you ever felt that way or how important do you think it is for moms to point to themselves as much as they do their children? Oh, um, I definitely have felt like that. I think, I, I to, so I think in the beginning, your kids need you like especially if you um like I breastfed and you are their supply (laughs) for you know however long you choose to breastfeed like they need you for all the things um and I think that for me I just for the first couple of years and my kids were kind of back to back so they were a year and a half apart so I was in you know newborn and twos and you know newborn so I I, everything I did kind of it kind of revolved around them um but you know 
I think it is important for you to pour into yourself or find a tribe that does that. I'm starting to see that a whole lot more nowadays with these like mom tribes. I wish they were there back in 2007. <laughs> um, but I think I think it is important because it's you know when you hear this example all the time when you're on the airplane, they say you put your oxygen mask on first and yeah. then help the person next to you. If yeah. I'm not full, I cannot help you. I, I feel mm-hmm. like I've learned that along the way. Um, I do, you know. I do a much better job now, I think, because my kids are older. But when they were younger, I think I did feel like guilty about like, oh, should I go get my feet done? You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's only going to be like 45 minutes, but, you know, maybe I'll just I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. So mm-hmm. that, that was my experience. I don't think I've ever felt like um, I, I understand what they're saying. I don't think I've ever had come to a place where I felt like I lost myself. But I do think there was a time where. And it's not something I don't regret it. It came a time where I had to, I had to be able to um, really have my personal like needs and you know maybe desires take the back burner for a while because yeah. I needed to focus on what was going on like with Sage and mm-hmm. you know when like, being a single mom and then coming out of a relationship with her father that was you know probably wasn't the best relationship. It was time for it to go. Time yeah. for the relationship to end. And then, of course, him passing away, like there were it wasn't a time of me feeling like I lost myself. It was this time where like this is more important right now. This This is what I need to focus on. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never I I never had a time where I felt like I couldn't do those things. I didn't want to. It was just like this is what needs to happen right now. Yeah. Um, And then. But so even to answer the other part of that question, I think it's uber important for us moms to pour into ourselves and have things to do outside of our kids because being a mom will consume you like yes. if you let it yeah you have to realize like your kids <laughs> it's a time and place for everything and our kids will grow up and you we have to remember that we're not just moms we're women yeah mm-hmm. we, we have mm-hmm. we have things that you know we have likes and dislikes and mm-hmm. do and goals and like all of that all and I think that it's important to keep that at the forefront of your mind as you raise your children there will come there will be moments where you feel like okay this is what needs to happen right yeah. now and that's okay but don't yeah. don't lose yourself along you know in the process that's yeah right. I agree I think for me I definitely never felt like I lost myself but I do think that it was like you said Peaches it was just times that um my focus was different like when I yeah. first got married my focus was different because my husband worked a 12-hour shift so it wasn't really a lot of set time for me to focus on me or do me it was just like it was a lot of moving parts and getting used to, you know, this blended family thing. So, but now that I feel like I've gotten a footing in it and I know, you know, I can maneuver, I can do things that I need to do to take care of myself and to pour into myself and all those things. And I think that, um, all moms should do that. Definitely get yeah. yourself a good mom tribe. Definitely. Um, and try to do stuff. I like, oh, I know for years, we always tried to do stuff with the kids. It was like, oh, you want to do something with the kids? Now I'm just so thankful we got to the place. We were like, what are we doing yeah. without mm. the kids? Like, it is, a, it is a pleasure to say, yeah, I'm not bringing my kid with me. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to stay at home. And it's like, that has been like the glow up. And I love making sure my kids know, like I've told showed them, especially as boys mm-hmm. and growing men, that they're going to have to know that whoever they choose to be their life partner and to have their children, to make sure that their um, wives and moms, um, you know, take care of themselves and give them their time. Yeah. So I think it's all, always important to show them like, you know, it is very important to 
get your me time. I love what you said about real quick, because before you say what you're going to say T, um, I love what you said about just like the having a mom tribe, you too, bunny, you mentioned it because when I think back, like I tell anybody this, like I could not, like if I didn't have y'all, especially being a young single mom and even now, shoot, I'm not a young single mom no more, but I even, <laughs> you know, I'm 38 years old. Like mm-hmm. I could not have done this motherhood journey, like without y'all, like yeah, mm-hmm, specifically. And even my, you know, the young kids but i'm gonna say her specifically look at all of you all like second moms yeah. like mm-hmm. it's no way i would have been able to do into, i would have i wouldn't have been as successful as, as i am in this journey um without y'all yeah oh you're welcome same yeah welcome impossible for real yeah um yeah i was gonna say just my girl yeah I was going to say that I think that perspective is really, really important. And so when moms say, oh, I think I lost myself. I don't think I lost myself, but I think I was born again when I became a mom. Mm -hmm. I think not born again in the sense that, you know, I I was born, I became a mother and I I was a different person. And Mm -hmm. I don't see that as a negative. I just see that as an enhancement, Mm -hmm. honestly. And I see my kids as an enhancement and they teach me things. So yeah, I may be pouring into them, but they're pouring into me too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's and as well with having, you know, your life without them, yeah. I don't think of having my life with them as me just pouring into them, pouring into mm-hmm. them, pouring into them, and then I'm empty. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's like a reci- reciprocal for, yeah. for me yeah. and my kids. That's good. That's good. And that like um brings us to one of our next questions is like imagining your children 10 years from now. Like what impact do you hope that being their mom will have made in their lives? I pray that um I mean all my kids will be grown in 10 years, but I pray that they know that um I got up every day and tried my best. Yeah, my absolute best for and try to give them what they needed like emotionally and physically and just opportunities and I pray that they know that I'm a I pray that they feel that I'm a safe place for them mm-hmm. yeah yeah I would, I would say the same I pray that my children all of them um know that I showed up and just know that I'm always there have been there and was there for everything that they needed or or wanted at the time yeah um, and not material and one of the biggest things I've always said to my kids um as I say time over things and I always try to refocus because this generation is big on things and items and what you Mm -hmm. can get and new phones and new this and new that and um and it's a show me like a show it's like an Instagram world like what can I show and it's like sometimes I just have to really remind them like you know my job here is to give you the time it's not mm. to give you all the things. I just, mm. you, you'll, you'll get the things over life. Like you'll become successful and can buy all that stuff. My, I want you to always know that I gave you time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that for me, I would hope that they would know that um, same thing that I showed up every single day and I did my mm. absolute best. Mm-hmm. And um, the, what I wanted from them is to be 
you know, productive whole adult men. Yes, like that's yeah. what I, that is the, my big, that's what I tell them. My biggest thing is that I want you to be, I want you to have values. I want you to have integrity. I want you to be mm-hmm. honest. I want you to be kind. Mm-hmm. I want you to be loving. And I pray that I am showing them that every day that, mm-hmm. that when they pick their friends, they pick their spouse, whatever it is that those core values that I, I, I pray that I am, am instilling in them, that they, sh- that it shows up and they know that. Um, and also that they know that I wanted to be their mom. Yeah. Like I wanted to do this and yes. man, I think I'm about to get tear up out this <laughs> Right. No, no, no. But like, I wanted to be their mom and I'm grateful that yeah. I got the opportunity and I can, even now, like I think of some of the things that they've said to me, like even in this transition of me, like leaving my job and coming home when they're watching what I'm doing, like your kids watch you. They yeah. are paying attention. And it is it is a very um, it's a different type of feeling when you yeah. see that they like I've had my kids say, mommy, one day I hope I can grow up and make the same impact that you're making. And it's yeah. like, sheesh, so man, like, yeah. dang, all I did was leave my job yeah. but but <laughs> no but there's so there's so many people who and I know you guys probably can attest to this too like it's so many people who spend like the first 10 years of their adulthood trying to recover from yeah their yeah like I just I pray to God like that sh- I feel emotional too yeah like, I know yeah. like this is my kids experience yeah, yeah me oh too I I pray that come on Tay just I pray <laughs> that my kids are, um... now T gonna take us home and T gonna have us in here Right, right. I was going to say too, um, after you had mentioned that money, my last thing is that I pray that my kids are proud of me. Like, I pray that they can definitely say, like, I'm proud of you and like being the mom and woman you are, um, and everything. So, I know for a fact, I can tell you this now Mason is very proud of you. (laughs) You've ever rode in the car with Mason. Right. My mom said. My mommy said. (laughs) And my daddy said. But then my mommy told him. (laughs) You be like, okay, right. (laughs) But my mommy said he be over here. Like I'm like Mason. You at my house though. Right. (laughs) You at my house though. But my mommy said I can't have. You know what? Go home. Go home, Mason. (laughs) See what, see, what is yours? What, what do you okay, see. I was just going to say, um, you know, in 10 years, I hope I'm not getting phone calls from people, significant others, busting <laughs> me out because, <laughs> because how my children act. Oh my God. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare <laughs> to have one of their significant others. Like, why didn't you? So that's what I keep in the forefront whenever I deal with my kids. No, seriously. I just like, I piggyback with everybody else that you want them to be happy. You want them to be healthy. You don't want them to have to like go to therapy for the crap that you did to them. Even though in my mind, sometimes I'll be thinking, yeah, that's an hour of therapy. Right there is an hour of therapy. I'm apologizing in advance for that. Yes. But yeah, I just hope they're happy. I hope they're happy and they have everything that they need to survive. Yeah. And if they don't have it, they know how to get it. Yeah. yeah. Or they'll learn how to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legally. 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 Because, you know, last Legally. week we talked about snowfall. We right. Don't yeah. right. <laughs> disclaimer. I right. feel like every episode we have to have a disclaimer. We are not drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> not drug dealers. Yes. No, okay. Yes, but. Going up. 
guys what's one piece of encouragement that you would give to every mother listening right now just one and if you could tell a mother who is just like dang this thing it's like weighing me down like this is hard hard work being a mom or you know maybe they just are in a place where they feeling so discouraged that they questioning whether they even equipped for this what, mm. what piece of advice or encouragement would you give them um, I would say you are doing a good job right where you are. Um, and just to remember that, you know, God gave you these kids because he knew that you'd be able to take care of them. And mm-hmm. he's already equipped you with everything that you need. So mm-hmm. that's what I have to remind myself on the days where I'd be like, Lord, <laughs> I prayed for this, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, my piece of encouragement would be Continue to show up, continue doing your best, and it'll get better. Ain't nobody like I hate to say, I hate to say the burning <laughs> it'll is get better. It'll get better. <laughs> it'll get better. Because I hate to say the burning is the ghetto, but you know, parenting ain't what they told us it was gonna be. You know, some days it really is tough, and some days it's the best day of your life that you couldn't even imagine a different life mm-hmm. like being a parent. Um, so trust me, it gets better. Yeah. Um T, you wanna go? Why you want me to go? Okay, my um my encouragement would be for a mom going through that type of thought process is um get help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you find help wherever you need. Mm-hmm. Um go to therapy because um it's you don't want to wait until you get to the point where you're contemplating doing something rash. And um even if you're not even if like you're not the type of person who's like, I don't do therapy. I don't think I could have made it through parenting for the 18 years that I've been parenting without therapy. Mm-hmm. And so um, therapy to deal with my stuff and therapy on how to deal with them. It, it, it's, it's helpful. Consider mm-hmm. it. Consider yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with everything that you guys uh, have said, um, but my piece of advice with that being said, with which I have said, my piece of advice would be that um, although motherhood, it can be hard. It has its hard days. As Buffy said, it can be together some days. I would encourage you to look for, find the joy in it. Mm-hmm. Look, it's not all bad. Every day isn't bad. You have your moments, um, yeah. you have your hard times, but be diligent and looking for those, those moments of joy that those are the things that like fill you up, that keep you going and and affirm you to know that like you got this, you got this. Yeah. If you if you would just take the T, you said something earlier about perspective being everything. I totally agree with that. It's it's easy to find it's easy to find the bad or the hard um, when you're looking for it or you just settling for that. But when yeah. you go out of your way to actually find out like, what is, you know, God teaching me through this moment? What are the, what are the things that I'm enjoying about this? Um, your whole, everything will shift. Yeah, that is, so that is. That's what I would, very, very I would tell a mom listening. Yay. <laughs> that was great encouragement. Y'all I feel like we had, this was uh this was kind of like a therapeutic session right here. You yeah, know, able to get out, you know, some things, you know, I feel like that. And I want to say this publicly, y'all are all doing a great job, you know, you watching. Know, we've too, been able to be a part of each other's motherhood journeys and glean from each other. I would definitely say the last thing I would say is get you a community. We have yeah. said that get you a village of women. It don't have to be, it could be strangers if you need them. It could be the people, but you know, um, to, to your point of getting help your help could be 
a friend. Your help could be your your sister cousins, right? Like mm-hmm. if that's something that you feel like you, you need, I would encourage you to to get that, get the support that you need um, to just keep it moving because, you know, you got this. You got this. Yeah. Um, but thank y'all so much for another great episode. T, thank you for joining us again. 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 Yes. so much fun. It was I have yes. I um, with my children. Yes. No, it's okay. Special it's okay. guest Layla. Episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mommy, are you done? Right. <laughs> it's real life though. That look, it is it's so timely that we're talking about motherhood, right? <laughs> you get trolled by your right. <laughs> the whole time. Episode. <laughs> yes. So thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, y'all know we have a question of the episode. So make sure that you answer underneath the Instagram posts for this episode. Um, the question today is what is one of the biggest misconceptions that you believe people have about raising children? Remember to share, rate, and review. Follow us on IG at girl who said that. Um, if you have any questions or topic suggestions, email us at girl who said that at gmail.com thank y'all again for tuning oh and we forgot to mention at the top of this y'all we hit 200 downloads like oh yeah y'all are showing showing up that should have been that what's given for somebody but we gonna gonna end the show thanking y'all for showing up thanking y'all for listening thank you and you know following the rules of sharing rating review all of those things (laughs) thank y'all so much i know (laughs) (laughs) so listen right so thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of girl who Who said said that that? talk to y'all next week bye guys Bye. bye bye